Hey guys, it's Yvonne here. I hope the sun has been shining on you today. I hope that you know that you are infinitely loved and you are lovely and your life is so valuable that despite what's happening, I hope you know that life is still worth living that there is a plan and that there is a purpose for your life. And I am glad that you exist if no one told you today. But I am super excited for today's conversation because we're gonna be speaking with my good friend, Jamie. She is the founder of a awesome brand I actually have on the sweatpants right now called Niclo whom she founded with her partner, Chuck, during the height of a global pandemic. We're gonna be hearing about her journey of becoming a creative entrepreneur. And I think this is really gonna be encouraging because so many of us have those dreams, those sitting dreams that are stored deep down inside of us, some that we have shared and some that we haven't. And sometimes we just need to hear the stories of other people. And Jamie is an example of a woman who is living with intention, who is doing what she has set out to do. And I think that there is much to be learned from her. There's a quote that I love, it's by Les Brown, and it says, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that you were never, that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step. Today, I hope you are encouraged to take your first step. So let's dive right into the conversation. Welcome back to the New Growth Podcast. I am your host, Yvonne Nkiruka, and I am so glad you are here. Today, we are connecting with the lovely, exceptional, Jamie Williams. She happens to be a great friend of mine. She is a creative entrepreneur. She is a fashion designer. She does a little bit of everything. She hails out of North Carolina, and she even has her own brand called Naclo, and it's incredible. I actually have on the sweatpants right now. I wear (laughs) the sweatpants about three times a week. And so welcome, Jamie, to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Yvonne. I'm very excited to be here. Of course, of course. So, Jamie, I obviously know who you are. Can you let the world know who are you? Okay, well, first, I'm a North Carolinian uh, based out of LA. I own a brand called Nicole Apparel. We've been in business for a little over two years now. And just like a creative entrepreneur, I kind of live my life uh, by the seat of my pants and just have fun with everything I do. So I guess it's a little bit about me. Yes, yes. And Jamie and I actually know each other from New York. We met, I think it was six years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we met via the, a local church we were going to. And since then, we've been friends ever since. And we've gotten a chance to see each other's creative journeys, mm-hmm. life journeys. 
And it's just been awesome, Jamie, to see where you are now from where you started. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But as always, I ask my guests, how is your hair doing right now? Ooh, girl. (laughs) So before we got on here, I was telling you, Vaughn, that I like... I haven't been having time to like really wash my hair. So yesterday was the first time that I really did like a deep, deep conditioner. Hence, if you're watching this, the beautiful hat, uh, trucker hat right now. But in general, my hair has been doing really, really well. This year, I've really like, and a little bit into 2021, I really took a focus on like, actually adulting with my hair makes <laughs> any sense I'm a very low maintenance person so like I definitely put my hair and my hair journey and like making sure my hair has like growth and like health not necessarily as like a priority so this last probably six seven months I've really took a focus um using a lot more oils that like are for my hair I have a really good friend um Jillian that makes like an amazing oil so I like use her oil and then I use this interesting growth oil that I honestly got out of my mom's, uh, sorry, mom, I got her, her, her like mix of things and it like, it's been working. So um, definitely have had and seen like a lot of good hair growth in the last like probably six to eight months or so. Like, so I'm like, I'm pretty happy with her, like. Pretty, pretty, pretty happy with her right now. She's, and I even was able to like figure out, like I have like really curly, dense hair. I was like finally after 30 years able to figure out how to like do a wash and go, but like do it in a way that it lasts like multiple days. That was definitely like a highlight because going through my life, having like crazy, crazy shrinkage and like all the craziness, it's just like not it. So I can like finally wear my hair out now. So it's like, definitely a win in the hair journey. Yes, I've been seeing you. I've been seeing it when you post. Like I'm like, okay, hair. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. She, she's she's having a good time now. It's it's less chaotic. I feel like that's one of the good things that came out of the pandemic. People really started to take time to do the mm-hmm. things that they didn't have time to do and and one of those things is that you know, your hair like figuring out what works for your hair and the routine and the rhythm. So I love that. And I wish your hair well. (laughs) Thank you. I wish her well too. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Jamie, this season we're talking about transitions Mm -hmm. and I am curious, what transitions have you been experiencing lately? My whole life is a transition, literally. Um, since like the pandemic, I feel like literally myself and like everyone around our age has like made extreme, like transformative transitions, whether it be like geographic life, um, business, like you started new growth during, uh, the pandemic, you know, like for me specifically started a company, moved across the United States, like progressed in a relationship uh or loved myself more like (laughs) so many transitions like transitions to driving again like I feel like there's been so many things in the last like specifically two years that 
have really built like a foundation for like the future, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. Pre the pandemic, like we were all in New York on a hustle, had like very different visions of what our like lives were going to be and like what we wanted out of life. Having that abrupt stop has allowed for us all, you included, and like a lot of our um, community to really refocus and like understand that like things that we were kind of like scared about for example moving from New York to LA like I knew I always wanted to do it but I never saw how why when where like okay our lives are completely different so like this could be a great time to just get up and go and like figure that out because we all have only one life to live that has been like such an interesting and cool experience you know And I feel like everybody that has like made those like dynamic transitions, we've always taken that leap of faith. And like, I personally have seen everybody like jump, but then you elevate. So like you jump and like you hit the ground higher than like where you started. So walk us through all these different transitions. Take us back, maybe, was it 2020, 2019? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where were you? And, you know, Obviously, the pandemic happened, but how did these transitions start to come into play? Yeah. So pre-pandemic, I can take you back actually like 2018. So I was in my first corporate job for a major retailer. I was an associate buyer and I kind of looked at, I had like a, like a life moment where it was like, do I want to do this forever? Like, I'm not necessarily the happiest in this role. Do I want to be my boss's 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 boss? And I like looked at their job and was like, oh, absolutely not. So like, what do I want to be? And so it took me like a year to really figure that out. And um, I kind of had like a God moment with one of my mentors. And I had been looking at a program at a Parsons School of Design Um, and like have been kind of going back and forth of like, do I want to do it? Do I want to kind of like implode my life and like forego having an income, whatever. And like, I sat down on a coffee with her and like told her about the program. And she told me, she was like, I've been in, I was at that program. Like I was in that program, the exact program that you're talking about and, and like asking advice about, I took it and like, I did it. And I was like, oh wow. Like that's crazy. Um, guess, Hey God, I see you. I see you. Um, and so from there, I like started to figure out like, how was I able to make that transition? And so I took that jump, quit that, quit that job. And I went to Parsons full time for, um, about a year and a half. And so I graduated in December, 2019, (laughs) hit the ground running because, you know, your girl got to get a little bit of money and the pandemic happened. And so in having that and not being able to find a job, um, it kind of like opened me up to different opportunities. And so, um, uh-huh. so, yeah, yeah. so you graduated. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and everything was shut down. Yeah. No one was hiring. Can you, what was, I mean, were you freaking out? What was that feeling like? So I think between January and the beginning of March, yes, I was freaked out because the world seemingly was the same, you know, and like I was getting no, no, no. Like I had had such a weird 
work journey at that point because I just like completely abruptly stopped like went to do fashion design and learn how to be a designer and then came out like okay I want to do whatever anybody's gonna hire me for you know like at the end of co- at the end of school you're very just kind of like I need money <laughs> like I need to get back on my feet you know um so that first from January to March was very stressful but when the world literally shut down it kind of like took everything aback for me in a way because like jobs like all these things like people were dying like so rapidly like everything was going like imploding like having a job was low-key like on the last like the last thing on my mind because everything else was just so chaotic and like in all of that like I (laughs) beginning of March came to visit my partner in LA um, did not have really any clothes. We thought like, you know, I was going to be here for a week. My family freaked out that we were in LA. We went to North Carolina and I ended up being in North Carolina for an entire year. So like even having that and having that transition back to home with like my parents and like my partner, like that kind of made it so that like trying to find a job at that point was like on the back burner. Because at that point, I'm like, okay, all that really matters is that, like, my family is safe. Like, we're good. Like, we're trying to, like, keep a life going. But, like, nothing is, nothing in the world is going at this point. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, that just wasn't something that was on my mind. And I think that was amazing. It was ter- it was scary, but it was amazing at the same point because it opened up a sense of creativity that, like, creativity and time that, like, nobody else like we would have never had that like we would have never all come up with these like amazing business opportunities that were like passion driven and like time driven and had the time to like build these ideas if um such terrible things hadn't happened if that answers your question no it makes it makes a lot of sense so the pandemic hits you really can't find a job so you go back to your roots yeah north carolina with your partner, your family, and out of that, you birth Niclo, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, can you just what? How did it come to be? You- God, <laughs> literally, God, and just being like, okay, let's do it. Um, so, as I was saying, like, I didn't have any clothes coming to LA. My partner, he brought a week's worth of clothes to New York. I mean, back to North Carolina because we were like, oh, this will last like two weeks. We'll be good, whatever. He was there, mind you, six months. I was there a year. So we came back to North Carolina with no clothes, like looking crazy, washing clothes every couple of days. And we kind of were like, okay, so like we have all these random vendors. He's in fashion too. And like manufacturers that we know, like, can we just like make some cute like things for Zoom calls, like for his Zoom calls? Like if I was like looking for jobs, you know, just like all the random Zoom things that we were doing at the time. And we were like, okay, cool. Like we can do this. Um, found a vendor. And it really was just for us. Like, okay, maybe I'm going to get like three or four sweatsuits. He gets some sweatsuits and we'll just like be cool, you know? And through being bored <laughs> slash like trying to like get some creativity out. I used to do a lot of like acid watch processing and like bleach processing um, at Parsons and like had figured out how to do some like really cool techniques. And so I was like, why don't we just like, process some of like these things and like boredom processed like 
50 items and stuff for my parents. Like my mom was throwing me sweaters. My dad was throwing me like Harley Davidson t-shirts. And we were just like, you know, just getting our creativity out. And the product came out amazing. And so like, after we had done it, we were like, these are like actually really cool. Like what can we do? And so we ended up posting a picture on Instagram and it kind of like blew up and people were asking us like, so what can I do? Where can I get these? Like what's going on? And so, you know, two two creative people, you know, we were like, okay, let's make something out of it. And so we sat down and built our business plan, our business plan, our logo, our first logo that we ever had. And like what we would do to to launch within like three hours. (laughs) It was crazy. And like, it just felt like such a God moment because like everything was flowing. Like my partner thought of the name, like in two seconds, like I like put together, you know, a quick logo and it was like adorable for what we were doing at the time. Like how we were launching, like we started with like I want to say we put $250 together into this business for our first samples and like launched from that and like launched via Instagram and like did this crazy DM program of like, you DM us, we go back and forth, we send you an invoice. Like, and like our first like 300 orders were straight from DMs. And so like, because we both really didn't have money at the time, we did DMs until we were able to pay for our first website which I built. <laughs> and so we like literally just like used the money that we got and like kept flipping that money to like make the business bigger. And so from there, it was kind of like at the same time with like George Floyd and like a lot of, um, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but a lot of people were starting to buy and use their guilt as dollars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) And mm -hmm. so um, we randomly got picked up on like a few major um, magazine streams of like, at the time it was like a hundred black businesses to buy right now, like best black businesses. And so like we were on the primary list uh, for a major magazine. And so people started to repurpose those lists again and again and again. And like, at the time we were in like the top 10 of that list that like kept going. So like we literally saw our, our followers go from like a hundred to like a thousand to like three. It was crazy. Um, but like people were using their dollars a lot, very, very loosely. People were using their dollars and like we were a recipient of those dollars. And so, um, we literally like blew up. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, my partner and I literally, I could not have imagined. (laughs) Like it was like a project, like a good project that we were just like, okay, you know, maybe we'll make a few hundred dollars off of it. Our friends want it. We'll just have our friends, you know? And like to date, we've definitely, I want to say we've done over like 11,000 orders or so. Yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. Like, Ship, we just shipped something to Sweden. I shipped up to Australia, Netherlands, like all different places. And it's just all from us just being like, okay, let's do this. And like, just letting God lead us the entire way. Like if something feels right, we'll do it. If something doesn't feel right, well, we won't do it. We have the autonomy and like the feeling that like, whatever is meant to be, will be, you know? And like, even when we're just like, okay, like maybe we'll just like 
transition, figure it out. Like we get random opportunities that it's like, okay, God, like I hear, okay, okay. We're walking with you. Okay. Okay. You know? So yeah, like it's been, it's been such a, such a ride, but I'm so thankful for every moment because like if I was in New York, this would have not happened like to be for what we um, have been doing for almost two years. Like you need a lot of space. You need a lot of air. You need a lot of um, like you need a, (laughs) you need, you need like facility to be able to do it. And like being in North Carolina, we had that facility. Like we both live in very Southern rural areas where space is plentiful. Like you're able to like get to things and like washing and all the stuff that you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to do in New York. It's just like impossible. So it was definitely an interesting, like God filled, just like journey. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think that the most brilliant movements, the most brilliant ideas come in the moments that aren't necessarily planned, mm-hmm. but they're purposeful. And so this idea that you were just doing something that you felt was cool for you that you wanted to do. You mm-hmm. guys wanted to do it as a couple and you shared that. Mm-hmm. And there was a joy in that. There was a scrappiness to it, using what you have, combining it with a passion. Both mm-hmm. of you guys were interested in fashion and then boom, God is able to take it to places and spaces that you probably never imagined. Ever ever unlike now that I think by the time this airs like we would have had our like first major collaboration like we're doing a crazy crazy thing with urban renewal with urban outfitters specifically urban renewal and it's like what (laughs) you know like two kids from North Carolina like having a big spread with urban outfitters like who would have thought you know like it's just it's just it's just, it's amazing. And it's like, it's crazy because we've done like, within the last two years, we've done other things and like, try to transition the club apparel to like, things that it, it wasn't. But like, every time we tried to change or try to go after things that weren't authentic to us, they never worked. You know, when things are organic and things feel right, and things are like, driven past you as who you are like there there are other forces working working towards like your success it works out and it's never our effort it's like effort that like we couldn't have have imagined I think that's so interesting what you said about this idea of pace there is a pace that you can set for yourself or there's a pace I think that you can ride Mm -hmm. and sometimes what I know I want to do is scoot further along, move the face faster or go in a different direction. And then you just brush up against challenges or you don't get the same, we call it favor. You don't get the same grace Mm -hmm. or opportunities. And it's kind of just like being in tune, being in step with what God wants you to do and where Mm -hmm. God wants you to go until there's something else that, becomes open. And I think that's the, that's the hard part about entrepreneurship because you are such a visionary and you have ideas. It's like, how do you know when it's time to move on? How do you know when it's time to 
who to collaborate with mm-hmm. and or how do you know when to push forward and just even if the door is not opening, keep going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's literally like that gut feeling like every time we've done something that I did not like that I knew was not going to like be right for us. Like you got that feeling and it was like, oh, but I think we should push and like, oh, let's keep going. And then it's like, oh, this like is not going to work or like, oh, this is not right for us or like, oh, maybe this was right for us, but not at the right time. Like I have ideas as creatives. We have so many ideas, like (laughs) ideas all the freaking time. Like you have to quiet those ideas sometimes, but not every idea is for the moment. Like some ideas like that you might have maybe for 10 years from now when like specifically in fashion, like the public might not be ready for it or it, it might not be the right moment for your business at the time. So it's just like really listening and deciphering between those ideas. And like, if you feel like an idea is, is right for you, like doing the due diligence from beginning to end and like really putting that that thing together and like, you know what I mean? Like from ideation to process to, to final, like if you feel any weirdness in that, it's not right. It's really not right. Like I'm looking at, like, honestly, we have like a whole thing of like random projects we've done. And I'm like, oh, that didn't feel right. I'm like looking at, on I'm I'm in my office, but like, I'm looking at that, like that won't right, that won't right. Mm-hmm. We did that, but like, it was cool, but I knew that won't right, you know? And it's just like, every time I've had that gut feeling like, ooh, maybe not, not right now, but like, my internal, my, my, uh, hard headedness. Cause I can be very hard, hard headed and strong willed at times. Like did not allow myself to like be humbled and be like, okay, maybe God has told me that not right now. Yeah. You need those moments. Sometimes you need to take the wrong projects. That's a part of learning and you're not always going to get it right. But when you don't get it right, the question is, do you learn, right? Are you taking yes. mental note and saying, okay, next time I know not to do that. And I think that's the beautiful part of this entrepreneur journey. So you left New York, mm-hmm. started your own brand, Naclo, and then you moved yes. across the, the freaking world. <laughs> what has been the hardest part of this transition for you? Um, a few things. One, like being so far away from my family. I am definitely like a very family oriented person. Like anybody that knows me and knows like the Williams family, they know we're like crazy, but like we hold family at like the highest regard. Not being able to take a quick plane ride to see my parents, not being able to like take a quick like weekend trip to like see my sister, you know, not being able to constantly, you know, like be around my brother. It's just, it's been hard. It's been hard, but it definitely has allowed me to like, kind of like grow as an adult and like, not be so dependent in a way. Like I've never been that like really dependent, but like the physical distance has made it so that like, I can't necessarily depend on my like family anymore. 
in a way. Like, or like mentally, I'm like, I can't because there are 3,000 miles, you know. But like the distance has been really hard, like really, really hard. Um, I think the hardest part from like a business and entrepreneurial standpoint is like financial because as an entrepreneur, like your wins are like feel personal, your losses feel personal. Like that can really play if you're not like constantly checking it, like it can play really terribly in your mental health, your feeling of like worthiness and your feeling of like being successful as a person and like feeling that moment of success as like you as like Jamie or like you as Yvonne, that is very hard, especially when like you see such a like exponential success and then it starts to like trickle down or you like make a like bad or not bad move, but you like have opportunities in a move that like weren't right. And like you see sales start to like dip or like you plan for like a certain amount and like that doesn't happen and other things like that's extremely hard, extremely, extremely hard. So I probably say those are the, the two hardest things that financial mental strain of entrepreneurship, trying to separate you, Jamie, as an entrepreneur from you, Jamie, as like the person and just being away from my family because I love those crazy people. Wow. Wow. What are you most proud of? I think I'm very proud of my perseverance. And my ability not to look at what other people are doing um, as like a gauge of like success or failure. I've always had a very different career and life journey from like all of my friends and like people that like I look at and my peers. I've made it like a very intense point not to like look at other people's successes and like their outcomes as like a gauge of whether or not I'm like successful or not um at the beginning of this journey I definitely was very hard because at this point in my life like I have friends that like are very high in their corporate positions like making buku amounts of money like money I oof. um and like not looking at that as like failure on my part but looking at it as like wow, like my friends are like amazing, like, you know, but like I'm doing amazing things on my own, right? You know, it's not necessarily apples to apples and I can't necessarily look at their successes as like my failures. It's like they're successful and I might, my success doesn't necessarily look like their success. And like, it's it's just different, you know? And like, I have to be okay with that and like confident in myself and confident in my business and confident in like the steps that I've taken in my life to understand that like I'm good you know like I'm good like the entrepreneurial self-talk is like crazy like I know you can you can relate but like it's nine times out of ten like you're talking yourself off of a damn ledge like I literally talk myself off the ledge all the time and like that self-talk it just oh oh that internal ear that internal voice 
So yeah. like, girl, not today. <laughs> like, not today. Like, I cannot listen to you today. Like, we just got to, like, get off the ledge. So I'm going to quiet you out because this is not today. I know whatever I'm doing. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm not a failure. Like, just because this one thing didn't work or just because, like, X happened, like, you're not the worst person in the world. Like, you know, like, I just... I think it's just being such a like internal person. Like it just cannot stay girl. <laughs> I say all the time. Like, or you really have to work on your mind. Like you have to pay attention to how you're thinking the thoughts that are coming in and out. And almost you have to investigate every thought that comes yes. in. Yes. A thought can turn into a mindset and a mindset can turn into behaviors Behavior can lead to outcomes. And I, even if for me, even if it means I don't produce as much, but I work on my mind and like I take stock of what's happening, because if you can get your mind right, the rest will follow. Exactly. Exactly. You can produce and your mind is off. And you self sabotage, mm-hmm. or you gain a lot of success, but you can't really enjoy it because you have imposter syndrome, mm. you're stressed, you're anxiety ridden, and it can be a war in your mind as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because one minute you're also just kind of like, this is a great idea. This is a stupid idea. Why am I even doing this? Why can't I have a regular job? Why did I choose this for myself? Girl. (laughs) Girl. I literally, I think of like, so the week before I moved to LA, I don't know what was going on, but I had a night where I did not sleep at all. Like my, my internal voice was just like, excuse me, like, you're nothing. Like you literally imploded your life. Like what is wrong with you? Like, like literally so loud. And I like cried myself to sleep and was like, Jamie, like, what are you doing with your life? And literally like, just thinking about it, I got to get emotional. Cause like the next day I had my, like, we have a crew with like my mom and like some of her best friends and like their daughters we call it call it mother and daughter. And like, it was for me leaving and everybody like sat and talked about me and was like, you're amazing. Like you have done so much. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like just going into like, I could have never imagined that you would like succumb all, like surpass all of this. Like who would have ever, you know, like you are chosen. Like you are like, this is amazing. Like Nicole, I see the vision of Nicole and like, just like letting God like through that, you know, like God was speaking through them because like the night before I had literally like talked myself to like, to, to the ground and just like listening and getting those affirmations like was everything and like I haven't heard that voice really since that moment because I was like that's only like that's only like you know that's only the devil like that's only just like Satan trying to like get in my head to the point where I like stop doing something that like God has put forth for me you know um like that was crazy like that like that was probably the last moment that I had like really 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 terrible self-talk to the point where I just wanted to like like just stop you know 
but like I'm glad I did it because <laughs> so many random things have happened since then. Yeah, we yeah. had so many random partnerships with random like crazy brands. Like we had a like Instagram. Like what? <laughs> like so mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And you know, community as an entrepreneur is very important because. You do need, you can't just do it by yourself. And you do need people who almost sit outside of, you know, your work to help you to see yourself mm-hmm. because it is that isolating and it is impossible to be like, I'm just going to work my way out of this. Sometimes you need people to actually lean on and say, all right, I'm not doing okay. Yeah. Or even just, maybe you don't need to say it. They just know you need that encouragement. And that encouragement comes in at the right time. Yeah. So that is awesome. I'm so glad, grateful that you had that community around you. So, Jamie, you just turned 30. (laughs) You have accomplished so much. What is next for you? So uh, thanks for putting my age out there, Yvonne. Um, I like to think that I'm, I look 21, if not younger, so I'll take that. But 30 has been just like such a year of clarity. I think my 20s was definitely a point of like running around with my chicken, like running around with my, like a chicken with my head cut off. Just doing a little of this, like doing a little of that, like not really knowing or like understanding like who I was and like what I am good at and like what I want for the rest of my life. But like going into 30, I'm extremely clear about that. And I'm extremely clear about the type of life that I want to live and the type of like people that I want around me and like the type of just existence that I want to have. Um, And so I think What's next is me just like continuing to like move in that existence Um, and like putting things in place so that I can, with God's plan, because plans that we make are just active suggestions. You can't plan out anything because you can make that suggestion. So like definitely have that, like that path that you want, but like plans are, your plans are nothing at all (laughs) if we can't tell you anything else plans are nothing just active suggestions um but just like using those active suggestions to work towards like my eventual goals and like 30 I'm like if you could go back to like thinking about like who you wanted to be at 30 like at 15 and like oh when I'm 30 you know like at 30 you would have had probably three kids a husband would have been a millionaire like, and now we're here and like still feeling like children mm-hmm. um it's just for me like just moving just moving and listening and like me being very strategic in that plan like 30 30 is different like mm-hmm. my body don't work like it used to <laughs> my 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 sciatica <laughs> be messing up like I have never understood that, you know, older people are like, you know, I, I went to sleep and I woke up and I was hurting. Like, what? <laughs> and I like woke up one morning recently and was like, 
whoa, (laughs) this is different. But yeah, just like really moving, like really moving and like moving in clarity and like being okay with like working hard, like Mm -hmm. working long and hard for whatever I like am passionate about. Like it's, it's, it's a different ball game when you're doing a lot, like nine to five is not a thing. Like that does, that's, that's not real. It's like working until the goal is done. Like we have really like my partner and I, we have, as I said, like we have a big collaboration coming up and like him and I work hard and long, but like the goal at the end of the day is like so much greater than the time and the hard work that is going to be needed to like get anything done you know and like time is relative so like you have to use your time as best as possible especially when you're like an entrepreneur because your time your time is extremely valuable because time is money literally yeah wow can I say something Yvonne I'm so proud of you we have made a lot of these transitions together (laughs) You don't give yourself credit. We have literally made, if not literally all of these transitions together. Like when you moved from New York, I moved either low-key the same week. Mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. moved from Dallas to Atlanta, we I was moving to LA the same week. That's crazy. You started two businesses. Listen. Thriving listen. in both. Thank so you. So I'm extremely proud of you and like seeing that transition and seeing ourselves from our girls group years ago and like all the things we prayed about and all the things mm-hmm. we like manifested and all the things we like spoke into each other's lives. It's just so crazy to see like us at these moments, like every single one of us. It's so like, it gives me like, I tell, I tell you all the time, it still gives me chills just thinking of like all of us, like in you guys is in Crown Street, like in tears about things that we couldn't have even imagined. And like, it's just, it just lets us know that like God is ever present in all of our lives. And like, God always has a plan. Like we can speak those, speak those suggestions and like, we can, we can uh, pray through them and work through them and like use each other as like sounding boards and like use each other as like prayer warriors. But like, Ooh, Wow. Like God is real. If y'all don't know, we are both two extreme testimonies in, in, in God's presence and like in our lives and like what he can do for you when you walk in his path and you really, really like listen, like really listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm very proud of you. I say all this to say I'm extremely proud of you. Wow. I mean, Jamie. I can say the same. I am proud of you. I have watched you for the last six, seven years, develop, mature, take risks, be courageous, be brave. And I mean, you're probably one of the reasons why I actually felt the courage to start Remix Stalco. Because side note, Jamie in February of 2021 came and spoke to some of the students I was working with. And I brought her in to encourage and inspire the young people. But what she ended up doing was encouraging and inspiring me. And 
I don't know if I ever told you that, but you know, I I have looked to you as encouragement, as inspiration. And so thank you so much, Jamie, for leading out in who you are courageously. So oh, oh Jamie. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Jamie, how can we as a community support you? So I would say just follow us on Instagram. So cliche, of course, but that stuff actually doesn't matter when you're an entrepreneur and you need to sell yourself to like large corporations and other things, blah, 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 blah. Um, so you can find my brand. It's um, at N-A-C-L-O dot apparel, A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Feel free to hit a DM. Like we're always like, we're very communicative. You can look at our website. Like I said, at this time, when this comes out, we would have just launched our collaboration with uh, Urban Outfitters. So I don't tell people like go and buy because like not everybody has the means, but like if you see a post from them, like comment, go crazy because um, that could potentially create like a lasting connection that we have with them. And that is always like an amazing thing. So yeah, just follow us. We may not tell you to go and buy, but I'm going to tell you. Everyone has the funds. So (laughs) I always just say, just like spread the love at share all the things, like just spread the love, spread the, spread the word. And like, that's like all, if you, if you can buy, Love that. Love that for you. We pack all our orders with love and care. And you are a part of, of a very special community, our Nicole, our Nicole family. But if you can't just like just like and love and and just share share our story. Like so yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much, Jamie, for being on the New Growth Podcast. If you listen to this episode and you heard something that really caused your ears to itch and ring, go ahead and let us know. You can message us on Instagram. Jamie's Instagram will be in the show notes as well as my Instagram is in the show notes. Let us know what resonated with you. If you have yet to take your first step, take your first step today, okay? I'm holding you accountable to it. Message me and let me know what your first step is. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up on the latest episodes. Also, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Until next time, I hope you are producing new growth in your life. Love you guys.